Welcome back to DFSU. We're at week 15. We're super close to my favorite part of the season. I love playoff season. It's the best part in pretty much any sport because that's when you really see everybody go off. You see everybody put their whole heart into it, and it's literally just the best part of the season. Anyways, hang tight. This is going to be a great week in football. and gentlemen a lot of these games are a huge deal for these guys this week we got some really great games actually um it's make a break week let's get started the bears versus the packers we have um over under is 40 and a half and it's packers minus five how do you say that is that what it is Packers minus five. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, it's minus four point five. So minus four and a half. Yeah. I'm getting used to this, guys. I'm getting used to this. All right. So what's your thoughts? Okay. The game is in Green Bay, Lambeau Field. The over under is forty and a half. I think it's going over that. The last time the Bears played the Packers, Week One, the final score of the game was ten to three. And um, statistically, I did some research, and when a team plays another, like if there's a division game, you know, every division, um, every team in every division, they play each other twice. So, like, the Eagles will play the Cowboys twice. The Eagles will play the Giants twice, and so on and so forth. So teams in the NFC North or any division, when they play each other twice, let's say the first time it was a shootout, right? The second time, it's usually a lower-scoring game, and vice versa, you flip it. So if it, if it was a lower-scoring game the first time that they played, it's probably going to be a little higher-scoring now. Now the teams have been able to figure each other out, and uh, yeah. So <clears throat> the game is in Green Bay. Um, if the Bears lose this game, um, their season is over. There's no playoffs. There's no nothing. Um Mathematically, there is no team. There is no chance of a team in the NFC um, other than whoever wins the division for the Eagles. And I mean the um, NFC East, which has the Eagles and the Cowboys fighting for a playoff spot. There is no team um, other than that division in NFC that will have a record of nine and seven and make the playoffs. So it's it's like mathematically impossible. So the Bears' season is all but over if they lose. And the Packers can clinch a playoff spot if they win and if the Rams lose. But I mean, so the Packers technically aren't in the playoffs one hundred percent yet. The Packers aren't in the playoffs one hundred percent. Well, they aren't. Uh, yes, they haven't clinched a playoff spot yet. But I mean, the worst that the Packers could do, as far as their record, is lose the next three games and end the end the season ten and six, and they will get in. Okay. You know, so it's like they're in, but they they're not in yet. But like they the the Packers do control their own destiny. So as far as them, like if they win out, they'll be thirteen and three, and they'll be the number two seed or the number one seed. And the first week of the playoffs, they don't even have to play. They'll play the second round of playoffs in Green Bay, and then go from there. 
And that's the importance of the number one seed or the number two seed. But uh, let's get to DFS. The DFS-wise, um, on the Bears' side, uh, if you think that Mitchell Trubisky will continue on his hot streak, um, you know, because he has been playing playing well lately, um, you could take him and his pass catchers. Um, what do you think of each of these defenses? I like the Packers' defense uh, because of the pressure that they get on the quarterback. And this isn't because I'm a Packers fan, but like all season, the Packers, I think they're in top five in uh, sacks. Um, and they just get pressure from all over. And uh, they're, the way that the Bears play is sort of into the Packers' hands as far as like like the, the uh, Packers look to rush in angles and close up gaps and stuff like that. So, and Mitchell Trubisky, like, he's one of those quarterbacks he'll drop back. Or, no, he doesn't even really drop back. He was, he's usually rolling to the left or to the right, and he's looking for an angle if the pass isn't there. But when the pass isn't there, everything just breaks down for him. Do you think that this could be a really close game, or is it going to be, like, a blowout? I think it'll be a blowout. Um, either the Bears will blow out the Packers or the Packers will blow out the Bears. And why do you think that? Um, just because of how these two two teams are and how they played each other before. I don't I think that um I don't I don't think it it'll be another close game like it was week week one. I think it'll be one of those like, you know, twenty eight to ten type of games. Really? I'm I'm actually surprised that you say that because honestly I think that because the game is crucial for both teams, that they're gonna really play with all of their heart. Yeah, they will play with all of their heart, both teams. But here's my thing, though. So the Packers all year, they haven't had a game where they just dominated the game from start to finish. The only game that they were close to doing that was the Dallas game. But then they let Dallas get back into the game. They were up on Dallas 31-3, to and then they came back, and Dallas only lost the game by 10 points. So and then they also, you know, they didn't show up on special teams and stuff like that. So in all three phases, offense, defense, and special teams, there hasn't been one game this year where the Packers have like dominated. And they can make a statement with this game, which I hope that they will. On the Bears side, the Bears aren't equipped to either to have a shootout with Aaron Rodgers. They're either going to stop Aaron Rodgers and then be able to control the game and beat us but as far as like a shootout like a like a 34 30 something game I don't I don't see that happening because the Bears aren't equipped for that now let's talk about injuries well before you get to the injuries let me ask um well maybe I should wait go ahead who do you think are going to be the top players in this game on both ends um, for the Packers, it'll be three players if it goes well. Aaron Rodgers, of course. Um, I won't be playing him though. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Jones. Those are like the three safest plays. Now you can get sneaky and think that this is the game where Aaron Rodgers goes off again, and you can pick um guys like uh. Um, Geronimo Allison or Alan Lazard or Jimmy Graham 
or Stern, Jay Sternberger or Tunyon, one of the tight ends. So it's up to you. And what about on the Bears? Oh, on the Bears side, uh, Trubisky, Allen Robinson, or Cohen. I was reading that they were saying like some underrated Bears. I don't really know how to say his name. Uh, horse that yeah they the uh, the um, the Bears will have the same um, the injury report for the Bears are is they're missing uh, Trey Burton is on IR he's done for the year and they have another um, tight end the second string tight end um, Bron Berker Bron Backer whatever his name is he will not be playing either right so they have two healthy tight ends on the roster Horstead and Holtz. And that's probably why they're saying they're underrated because they think that they could have a decent game. Mm. And what about the injuries on the Packers side? Um, there's only two injuries on the Packers side, and they're both questionable. Uh, Kevin King, the cornerback, he should play tomorrow, and Jimmy Graham is questionable, and I'm pretty sure he'll probably play tomorrow. All right, let's go to the Patriots and the Bengals. The over-under is 41 and a half. And we got the Patriots minus uh, nine and a half. There you go. Now, this game, when I was doing my research on it, honestly, like, I feel like there's not really much to say about this matchup because it's the Patriots versus the Bengals. Like, the Bengals clearly, what, they're like the worst team in the NFL right now? Yep. So... I mean, I guess obviously there's going to be some picks here because you can pick the Patriots. I'm thinking like at least the Patriots defense because, I mean, like I said, it's the Bengals. But what do you think about this game? Like what do you what players do you think will actually be worth getting here? Or do you even stack this team because of the fact that it is the Patriots and the Bengals, like I said? Well, um, earlier in the week, I like Julian Edelman, and I like you know Julian Edelman every week because um, his floor, um, basically like his his floor means like on a on an average day, on a mediocre day, like I can guarantee that he will have like ten to twelve targets and maybe eight, nine fantasy points, hopefully a touchdown out of those 10 to 12 targets. And then that jumps up to 16 to 20 fantasy points. So he has probably the safest floor of any player. Right. But like I said last week, if you listen to the podcast, um, like the pack, like when you have a really good team versus a really bad team, like the Packers were playing the Redskins last week, it was hard for me to get on board with using a bunch of guys from those from that game because of the fact that this game could be a blowout for one two your players may not be playing in the fourth quarter and you'll be missing a lot of uh opportunities for more fantasy points and three the defense for the Patriots could could score a touchdown they're favored by damn near double digits so you just have to be careful and pick your spots and the Patriots are one of those teams where they don't really care about fantasy sports or getting, you know, a certain amount of players, their touches and all that. The only person that's guaranteed touches over here is uh, Tom Brady, and that's because he's on the field every, you know, offensive play, and Julian Edelman. 
other than that, no other play, no other play over here is safe. Like if if you pick a Patriot tomorrow, other than Tom Brady and Julian Edelman, uh, you're just uh, tossing a coin in there and hoping it lands on whatever you pick. Do you think that there's a possibility that this game could be closer than everybody thinks? Well, yeah, because the Patriots. Uh, the Patriots' offense has been struggling. You know, they haven't been scoring 30, 40 points on people like they, you know, like people were accustomed to, and that's because Brady is getting older. So, Do you think the Bengals will actually try to win, or do you think they'll just let this go because, you know, it's better for them? Um, I think it's a mixture of both. Like, I think that they'll try to win, try to win and they'll try to lose because they have, they have way more... I hope I hope this makes sense to people. They have way more to lose if they win. Right. You know, like if they win and the Giants or the Redskins lose tomorrow, I think it is. No, it's uh I think it's actually the Dolphins because yeah, the, Dolphins. the Dolphins right now with the Giants, well we'll get into that. Later. Yeah. So, if the if the Bengals were to win and the Dolphins lose to the Giants, then sure, yeah, you get to say you beat the Patriots. But, you know, April rolled around and you'll be sitting in Las Vegas in the NFL draft and you'll want to have the opportunity at the number one pick in the draft and you won't have that opportunity because you won a game in December that meant nothing. Right. All right, so let's move forward. We got the Seahawks and the Panthers with the over-under 48-and-a-half and Seahawks minus six. I like this game. Um, the Seahawks. You want to start with the Seahawks or you want to start with the Panthers? Um, let's start off with the Seahawks. As a matter of fact, let me ask you a question. Um, if the Seahawks don't somehow pull this one off, do you think that it takes away from their credibility? Can they say, like, they're not deserving of the playoffs? Um, that's a good question because the Seahawks are ten and three right now, and they still have a game against the. I think the Seahawks play the Rams and the Forty ers I'm not sure. Wait, no, I take that back. The uh, Seahawks and the, and the uh, Rams already play, so the Seahawks have another game against the Forty ers and if they were to lose that game and the Rams were to win out the rest of their games, yeah, the Seahawks would be out of the playoffs. So this is a this is a big game. So, I mean, if they lost to the Panthers on the road, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I would I would be surprised, but at, at the end of the day, this is the NFL and anyone can be beat on any week. The Panthers everybody knows about the Panthers uh, as far as run defense if you've been playing DFS the whole season. The Panthers' run defense is the worst in the NFL. And the Seahawks uh, um, the, the Seahawks on Monday Night Football last week, they lost Rashad Penny, who has been, you know, their best running back over the past couple weeks. So, of course, everyone will gravitate to playing Chris Carson. And I'm not saying that he's a bad play, you know. Sh- sure, he will probably be one of the most popular guys on the slate tomorrow. But the more the the safer and the more and the play with higher upside to me is Russell Wilson. 
if you get Russell Wilson, you get the double dip. You get to uh, have a piece of the Seahawks running game against the worst defense in the NFL, and you get to have the guy who's playing, who's who is playing for his team's playoff future and playoff hopes that has a lot to lose. So, you know, it's not like he's going to go out there and not try to not try to win the game. He's going to try hard and. I always want guys that are in those um, spots like like that, you know, like I like uh, I suggested Hopkins, um, Watson last week in the type of position that he was in, and he he was the highest scoring quarterback of the week behind, uh, well, he's the second highest behind uh, Breeze. But this is a week where I think like Russell Wilson could be probably not even highest scoring quarterback. He could be like actually the highest scoring player of the week. And um, I think he's going to go highly on their own because people want to go cheap at quarterback. And uh, I don't think that this is the week that you have to do that. I do think that. um, Do you think the Panthers will actually give them a run for their money? I think it would be like a close game or. I hope it's a closer game. I I think that the, the, the Panthers. You know, they, they, the the uh, Panthers still have pieces over there, and the Seahawks' defense isn't really that good, which which makes Russell Wilson an even better play, you know, because it's like he doesn't play for the Patriots or who's another great defense, uh, the, the 49ers, where the defense is so great and they don't really have to do much on offense because uh, the, the defense, defense is, is pulling off yeah, the stops. Exactly, but the Seahawks give it up on the ground and through the air. So it's like they will need Russell Wilson to keep the, keep his uh, foot on the gas, i.e. score more fantasy points to win the game. But, yeah, the, the uh, Panthers have uh, Christian McCaffrey, who's in a good spot. They have uh, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. Um, Greg Olson has been ruled out for tomorrow. So the backup tight end came in last week, and he had a uh, few catches and a touchdown, and he's uh, the cheapest, well, one of the cheapest players out there. So, Ian Ian Thomas is uh, another good play uh, for tomorrow's slate. So yeah, this this could be a sneaky shootout game. So besides Russell Wilson on the um, on the Seahawks side, who else would you say like would you match him up with somebody or? You can match him up with somebody. Now, uh, like I was telling my beautiful wife off camera, off line, off microphone, (laughs) whatever you want to call it. So um, DK Metcalf has solidified himself as their number one wide receiver. And uh, he has a great matchup tomorrow against the Panthers. And yes, the Panthers have James Bradbury, who's been decent, but he's no one to be shy away from. The the, the uh, Seahawks actually have three wide receivers that are all in good spots. Um, DK Metcalf, uh, Tyler Lockett, and Josh Gordon, along with the tight end, uh, Jacob, Holst, Ho- uh, Jacob Hollister. So um, all of those guys are in play. Um, you could. This is one of the games where this this will be one of the sneaky stacks of the uh, week. Is using all of these guys from this game. Okay. So who do you say takes this game, and what do you think the score will be? 
Uh, I think the Seahawks win it. I think it'll be close, though. The Seahawks will win it 35-28. So by one, like a a touchdown or a, well, you said 35-28. Yeah, one touchdown. I think it might actually be a little closer than that. I think it might be like a field goal. Okay, so 35-30? Yeah, I think it'll be. Or 35-33? 30-33. I'll still take 30. So on camera, I mean, so on microphone right now. I should stack this game, what you're saying? Maybe. Um, I don't know if I'll say stack it, but I don't know. At least have one piece from every team? Um. I don't know if I'm gonna say every team. No, no, no. From like from the Panthers and the Seahawks. Should I have at least one piece from each team? I think that would be smart. I think that would be smart. That sounds like a good a good plan because I just feel like this these two teams is like a do or die game for them too. Well, at least it is for the Seahawks. The Seahawks, yeah. And Russell Wilson got magic in his feet. I don't know. Like, I mean, granted, the last time I picked him, he didn't do much for me. But, which reminds me, we're going to have to do our little, uh, our heads up challenge. But, um, yeah, I think that would actually be a good idea to have one piece at least of each of these teams because this one is going to be a good game, I think. Okay. All right, so we have up next, we have the Texans and the Titans. Well, the over-under is 15 and a half, and it's the Titans minus three. I think that this game is going under. I think this this is going to be another close game, too. I think it'll be another close game, but I don't think it's, it'll hit 15 and a half. That's a easy bet to me. I don't know. I think this one, I think this one, they're going to go toe-to-toe. I think that they will go toe-to-toe. I but think this is also another another one of those teams that you may want to have one of each. I don't think so. I think that, okay, so this is a division game, you know, AFC South. Um, Titans are favored by three, and they only favored by three because they're at home. So this should be a pick em game. Um, let's start with the Titans. The most uh, expensive player in this game is Derrick Henry, and he hasn't practiced all week because of hamstring issues, and he's questionable for tomorrow's game. I do think that he will end up playing, but um, this is you know this is a battle for the division, and I don't think that this is one of those thirty to thirty-three type games. I think this is a, a I think it'll be at least 20 to 25, like 25 to like 28 type deal where it'll still hit 50. I don't think it will hit 50. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of against you on this one. I mean, it it might, but I don't think it'll hit 50. I have a feeling this one's going to be a good one. Like, I don't know. I'm having I'm having the vibes. But um who who do we have any injuries on this on these teams? I just said it. Derek oh. Derek Henry is the most important injury. Um, a couple starting cornerbacks for the Titans are out. 
and which makes you know Hopkins a good play every week like he always is and Watson is in a good spot again but um yeah I, I don't uh I don't I don't think I'll be playing any players from this game but I mean I'm not mad at you if you do you know on paper this is the highest over under the week whether I say it is or not whether I think it'll go over or not so uh, how do you think that the um the defenses on both sides are going to be I think both of those defenses will do pretty good actually and uh well, you said you won't be picking anybody from this team, but who do you think fantasy wise will have like the highest chances of having a decent game um the highest chances of having a decent game hmm. I think, you know, uh, Ryan Tannehill, he's been balling all year. So he could have another good good game. I um, also like uh, the wide receivers for the Titans. They could have a good game. Uh, Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. And um, on the other side, Hopkins and Watson, they're always in good. They're always like... They're like matchup proof, you know. You if you go if you pick them and they don't do it for you, it's not like you made a bad decision because they're good every week. But you know they're priced like that too. They're priced appropriately. Up next, we have the Dolphins versus the Giants. Over under is forty six and a half. G man, oh dear. Um, and we have the Giants minus three and a half. Do you think that um, the Giants have, will have home field advantage? Like, will this come out in their favor? Not really, no. This is a battle. This is a bum bowl. So, the winner this they game. They were calling it a tank bowl. Tank bowl, toilet bowl, whatever you <laughs> want to call it. The loser of this game is the winner. So, with that being said, there's no type of anything to help in this game. So, yeah. So whoever wins this game loses this game. Absolutely. The yeah. winner is the loser. Is there anybody that is there any picks here or do we just stay away from this? Oh no, 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 no. There's a lot of picks here. But I'm just saying as far as like the overall Is this a game that them. you stack? You you can stack this game. I like players from uh both sides. I like the tight end for the Dolphins, uh Mike Gesecki. I like um Devontae Parker, he'll be back and play tomorrow. The Giants uh, lost their best cornerback yesterday. He called somebody a retard on Twitter, and he did not apologize for it, so the team cut him. Mm. So they won't have their best corner. Um, and uh, I like Saquon Barkley. You know, he's going up against the Dolphins, and one of these weeks he may come back to him regular, to his regular self. But, yeah. So I know Eli's playing today. I mean, um, tomorrow. But uh, would you say that the Giants should just let him rock out the rest of the season? Because I mean, there is only what three games. Yeah, I think that uh, you know he he won them two two rings. They should at least let him you know play the rest of the season. All right. Is there any other players that you would suggest? I mean, if you want to gamble and take Eli, you can. I won't be playing him. It's not a smart idea. I mean, I know I I, I understand he's very cheap and it allows you to get a lot of stuff, but 
what's his floor? Like, yeah. this could be another low-scoring game. When people think there's going to be, like, a big shootout, I don't see that. Right. And their defenses are both kind of... Both defenses are trash, but also, like... I just don't see, like, them putting their best players in harm's way to, like, go out of their way and win the games when okay, it's not worth it. All right, so let's just move forward. There's not really much to say about about that game. It is what it is. Um, We got the Eagles and the Redskins over under 39. Eagles minus four and a half. Now, this game... This is a big game, isn't it? This is a big game for the Eagles. This is a very big game for the Eagles. Um, if they lose, they have to win their last three games in order to get in to win the NFC East and get into the playoffs because they're not getting a wild card spot. Well, considering how we know that the Eagles have been playing re- recently, and considering the Redskins' performance last week. Do we feel like it's a possibility that the Redskins can possibly take this game? Uh, it's a possibility. Anything is possible. Um, I don't think that the Redskins will win this game because, like, like I said earlier uh, about the Dolphins and the Giants, you know, them winning, the Redskins winning this game is them actually losing because they're in a position to have a top five pick, so... Why mess it up? True. So you feel like they're just going to throw this game? I think so. I think that they. I think that they will. All right. So who on the Eagles side would you say would be the best fantasy scorer of the week? Um, I like Zach Ertz. You know, that's uh, Carson Wentz's favorite target, and coupled with the fact that Alshon Jeffrey just got sent to IR, Nelson Aguilar, he hasn't been practicing all week. And as of Friday, hold on a second. Yeah, as of Friday, um, he was listed as questionable, and he's not. And if he doesn't play, the Eagles will only have two healthy wide wide receivers playing tomorrow. So it'll be uh, Ertz, uh, Dallas Goddard, and the other few guys, and that's it. And you know, Ertz's favorite. Tar- I mean, Wentz's favorite target is Ertz. So. And what about on the Redskins? Do you think that there's any players on there that could possibly shine? Um, I like uh, I like uh, Terry McLaurin. He um, is a rookie wide receiver uh, that's been doing pretty good all all season. And even week week one when the Eagles played the Redskins, he had 125 yards and a touchdown. So. You know, he's been consistently good throughout the season, and this could be another game where he's good again. All right. So I guess we'll move on because that's another game that there's not really too much to say about it. Um, We got the Broncos and the Chiefs over under is 45 and a half with the Chiefs minus nine and a half. Um, this is another good game. This and this this game actually has a little bit of drama that's that's been on Twitter. Oh, so are we talking drama? Yep. I love drama. Yep. So you ready for the tea? Here <laughs> it is. Let me, let me know the tea. Let me know the tea. All right. So the Broncos starting quarterback is a rookie, Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Drew Locke's ex girlfriend was well. Drew Locke's ex girlfriend is the daughter of the owner 
of the Kansas City Chiefs. Ooh, scandalous. So now, you know, they're going against each other head to head, and it's in Kansas City, so... She's probably going to be there watching. (laughs) So, yeah. So there's that, but yeah, um... This is a game, but you, but also with that, Drew Locke has been playing pretty good the past few few weeks. He's undefeated. Um, he's he's been good. Would so. you say that he's uh, considered an under the radar player? He is. He is because of the fact that the Chiefs' uh, defense isn't that good. Now I will say that the loudest stadium in the NFL is Kansas City Chiefs. It's not good on a rookie quarterback. Also, coupled with the fact, you know, of all of that stuff that they put out on Twitter. So, I'm pretty sure it'll be some interesting signs and stuff like that. Right. Out in the stands. But, yeah. Do you think that the the Broncos defense is going to keep things rolling? As um, they had, like, from my research, I saw that they kind of, like, been doing pretty well as far as defense goes. So, unless if I'm wrong. But um, do you think they'll keep things rolling through this game? Uh, I think the Broncos defense. Yeah, I, uh, no, I think the Broncos defense is in trouble. Okay, why is that? They're going up against one of the best offenses in the NFL, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and uh, this is a you know all like a lot of these games for teams that are in playoff position. Like this is one of the this is one of the first seasons in a a while where it's like. Uh, by week 14, 15, things aren't like consider like all the way locked up as far as playoff position. Like this will go down to week 17 on what's locked up and what's not locked up. Hmm. So the Chiefs are still in a position like they won the division, yes, but you know they're still chasing num- num- uh, a number one seed, right? Or number two seed. So anybody who's looking at this game, who would you say? is a must-have pick or somebody to consider? Well, research-wise and just, you know, from doing this for years, this this uh, slate right here on Week 15 is a 13-game slate. So you can't... So there's no, like, must-play of any game, you know. Now, there are some guys on the Chiefs that could break the slate where if you don't have them, you know, hey, you might as well just... Chalk it up to next week. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, uh, Travis Kelsey, they're all in play. All right. All right, let's move forward. We got the Buccaneers and the Lions. Over under is 45 and a half. And we got minus three and a half Buccaneers. Um. Buccaneers quarterback Jameis Winston, he has a fractured thumb, but on his, I'm not sure if it's on his throwing hand or not, but I know that he uh, came back and he played through it and he played okay. I mean, his normal up and down roller coaster type of playing playing style, he came back and did that. And the Lions, uh, the Lions put. Marvin Marvin Jones, he's on uh, IR. Um, so uh, the game is indoors. Uh, the Buccaneers have a slight playoff hopes, but um, 
Yeah, that's there's there's not much. Uh, you know, this this uh, game could shoot out. But do you think that uh, Winston will be owned like highly owned, or is it is this kind of like one of those games where it's like you're kind of taking a risk if you're choosing? If you choose James Winston, you're taking a risk every week. For example, this is the type of quarterback that he is. Three three weeks ago, I used Jameis Winston against Atlanta. He finished the game with 29 fantasy points, which is great. But his first two passes of the game were interceptions. Mm. He's just that type of player. Last week, he, do, he threw three interceptions, three touchdowns, and 400 and something yards. Mm. He's just an up-and-down player. Right. And oh yeah, also uh, this is big big news. Also, uh, James Winston, uh, number one wide receiver. Well, he has like a one A one B. But Mike Evans, he's on IR. He won't play the rest of the year. So this is a real risky game. It's a if risky you, game. If you decide you want to either like stack this or just like. Here's the thing though, fantasy wise, what you want is opportunities. James Winston will throw the ball. In with no regard for anybody, he's going to take risks. He's going to give you opportunities to either win the game or lose the game. You at least want your guy to go down swinging. Swinging is what I'm trying to say. There are a lot of quarterbacks, you know, that will throw the ball a couple of times, throw a couple of interceptions, and their game will change. His doesn't. Mm-hmm. So that's the only good thing I can say about him. But I mean, you know, with with them still having a playoff chance, hope, um, I think that. He's a good player. I think that he's a decent play tomorrow. All right. And anybody on the Lions, you think? Um, with TJ Hawkinson going on IR, the first-round pick tight end, with um, Marvin Jones going on IR, the number two wide receiver, and with their starting running back, Kerryon Johnson, going on IR. Um while that's been going on, uh, Danny Amendola is $5,400 on FanDuel. I'm pretty sure he's cheaper on DraftKings. And uh, he's been getting eight targets each game. And I think he's in a perfect spot indoors against the worst pass defense in the NFL. So I think he's the number one play I like over there for the Lions. Up next, we have the Browns versus the Cardinals. What, what? Over-under is 49, and the Browns minus three. Now, in my research, this one, there was a lot of people that had a lot to say about this game. They do not believe at all in the Cardinals and felt like the Browns are definitely going to take this. What do you think? I like the Browns. Uh... Browns are playing the Cardinals. Um, that over-under moved, moved up, too. I think it's up to around 49, 50-ish. Anyways, um, the Browns are in a do-or-die situation. The Cardinals have no chance of making the playoffs. And uh, I could just see this being uh, so they're better lopsided off win. The the Cardinals are better off losing, but you know, there's also you know I'm I'm saying all I'm saying all of this like these teams have nothing to play for, but at, but at the end of the day, this is about pride too. True. So you know, guys guys would just show up and play, and you'll wonder, damn, how how did they win that game? You know, it's pride. These these guys are 
professional athletes, and this is only they work their ass off all year long to play. Right, they don't work for fantasy points. They yeah, work because 40, they want the win. Yeah, for these 16 weeks out of the year, you know, they they want to win. These 16 games that they play, they want to win. So whether they're 2 or 9 or whatever, they're still going to show up every Sunday and try to put their best foot forward. But, yeah. Do you think this will be a blowout? No, I don't think it'd be a blowout. The Browns aren't blowing out any anybody. <laughs> the Browns are still not a good good team. I know o- Odell's hurt, right? Yeah, he's hurt, but he's playing through it, and he's not somebody you would be choosing though because of I, his injury. Or no, he he's uh like he's hurt to the fact that it's just like a pain management thing. So it's like it's not like he's missing plays or anything like that. Like he's still out there, so. Uh, would you say this is a decent, well, cons- all things considering, would you say that this is a, a game to stack? Um, I think you could stack the game. Who do you think are, would be the top players of this game? Odell, uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, I'm not sure of anyone on the Cardinals. Yeah, I wouldn't... There's there isn't anyone on the Cardinals I would want, but yeah, you I would, would just kind of stay away from yeah. the Cardinals and just if you are going to play this game, stick to pretty much the best that's on the Browns because they're going to be the only ones pretty much moving. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's move forward. We got the Jaguars versus the Raider, the Raiders. <laughs> we got the Jaguars versus the Raiders. Um, over under is 45 and a half with the Raiders minus six and a half. Now this game, this is the last game in Oakland. So the energy in there is going to be ridiculous. Yes. How do you think that's going to like affect the Raiders game? Um, I think that the, the Raiders, you know, this is a pride, pride thing. And, you know, people like to say uh, games are fixed and stuff like that. But there is whether it's I don't there is there is no way that the Raiders will lose this game in Oakland in the last game. I had read something like, oh, the refs should all be on uh, the Raiders side and just, you know, just be in their favor and just let them win the game, which I mean, I think is a little crazy, but at the same time, it's like, I could see that happening. I could see it happening too. Cause like you said, like it's, it is their last game in Oakland in their field and they're going to, you know? Yeah. So who, who do you think will come out on top fantasy wise in this matchup? Um, earlier in the week, I really liked, uh, um, Derek Carr again, but then I came to my senses and I was like, there's no way I'm not playing Russell Wilson. Um, I like, but I mean, he can still have a good game. Uh, Derek Carr is in play, Leonard Fournette, uh, the wide receivers, uh, the, um, running back for the Raiders, Josh Josh Jacobs, um, he has he had a shoulder injury, but he said that he should be good to play. 
And uh, the Jaguars have the 31st or 30th ranked run defense in the NFL. So he's in a good spot. Um, both of these defenses aren't good. So this, I mean, maybe this game ends in a shootout. You know, yeah. maybe this 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 could be like a yeah. I was gonna little, ask that um, could it be possible? Game. Yeah, it's very 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 possible. But you know what though, I think that would make for good TV. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> like everybody just on their toes, and then last minute they just let the Raiders win. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's yeah. always the best type of game. Like, not for nothing, but whenever somebody's getting blown out, it's kind of, like, boring. Yeah. I mean, I definitely fell asleep at that one uh, Eagles-Giants game, remember? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so there's not really too much to say about that matchup. I mean, it kind of is what it is. We pretty much know that the Raiders are going to take that one, and hopefully it's just a good game. Uh, let's move forward to the Vikings versus the Chargers. Over under is 45 and a half. Vikings minus one and a half. What do you think about this game? Um, it's a big game too, right? Yeah, this is a very big game for the Vikings. The Vikings are trying to keep pace with the Packers for the division. And the uh, they also, I think they may have a shot at the number two seed. I'm not exactly sure. But either they're, they are trying to keep pace with the, with the Packers for the NFC North. And also a wild card spot. I think they're in the they're in the driver's seat for a wild card spot right now. I think they're yeah they're they're nine and four, and all the other teams in the wild card spot are like nine and five or lower. Or yeah. Do you stay away from it, these defenses? No, I think both of these defenses are in play. This this I don't think that this will go as like some wild shootout game. It could the the pieces are there for a shootout game. But um, so who would would you say in that? Who would you say is like a must have for this game? Um, or not a must have because you said not. I like the 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 uh, the Vikings have uh the third worst uh pass defense in the NFL, and uh, Mike Williams is in play. Uh, Keenan Allen is in play. The tight end for the uh, Chargers, Hunter Henry, he's in play. Um, yeah, just the Chargers players are in play. Phillip Rivers may be in play this this uh, game. So, do you think that the Chargers could take this game? I do think the Chargers could could uh, take this game. This is a game where um, I mean they did beat the Packers that one week. So it's is the, where's the game at? Is it in Minnesota or is it in, it's in San- Los Angeles? And that's and that's another thing too is when you uh when you get Kirk Cousins outside of that dome and have him on the road, he's not the same quarterback. Mm. But they will be getting back. Uh, their number one wide receiver who has been out for the last few weeks, um, Adam Thielen. He will be playing, and uh, I don't think he carries an injury. Yeah, he doesn't have an injury designation for the Well, you know, I take that back. He's questionable to um, play. So, But I think that he may or may not play. And the thing that sucks about it is uh, on uh, FanDuel, you know what? Scratch that. For FanDuel basketball, there's no lace. Wow. For NFL, there is, so. Just be on if you if you if you do feel like this is a Vikings game, a sneaky Vikings spot with Adam Thielen back and everything, you think that he's just perfectly fine. Just uh be careful with that um news and adjust as needed. And hopefully the Vikings are a little smarter than Aaron Rodgers was that one day going over there on a Friday and letting the guys hang out in a 
legalized state, mm-hmm. hanging out, having gummy bears and whatnot. <laughs> All right, let's move forward. We got the Rams and the Cowboys over unders 48 and a half with the Rams minus one. <sighs> Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. You think this is going to be a blowout? Um, I have no idea. Cowboys are so wishy-washy. It's like you never really know yeah. what's going to happen. Like it's way too unpredictable. Um, do you think that any of the Cowboys are worth having or it's just way too risky? Um, no, this is a do or die game for both teams. I think this is, uh, behind, you know, obviously I'm watching Packers game tomorrow, but the most, uh, watched game, the most, like the, probably the most important game is this Dallas game tomorrow. I feel like the Cowboys have had all eyes on them. Like more than that's how it is every year. Um, a lot of times people don't notice. I notice, but people don't notice that. Uh, like a lot of times when Dallas plays at four o'clock, if the NFL can or will, they'll they'll uh, have a four o'clock game and it'll be one that starts at four o five, and then there'll be one spot where Dallas starts at four thirty, and there'll be the only other team, so that everybody can just watch their games. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, the Cowboys need this game, obviously. Do you think so that? Rams. Yeah. Um, will Prescott and the defense make it happen, or do you think that their game is too far off to really get the momentum going? Um, hmm. I don't know. That's a good question. It could go either way. It's what I'm basically to answer that. Yeah. The defense, the the the. They just been way too inconsistent. Yeah, way too inconsistent. This could be a great game for the Dallas defense, where they just show up and just dominate at home and look amazing and look like, damn, this is the team. You know, this is a scary team. Or they could just continue to just stink it up. So. Fantasy wise, do you stay away or who no, do you no. pick from here? No, no, no. I, now this is now you know it's a thirteen game slate, but I think that if you're not even considering using any any people any pieces from this uh, game, I think you're doing it wrong. So who do you pick? Who who do you think will have Zeke is in a good spot? Both of the defenses are in a good spot. Dallas or the Rams. Um, both of the quarterbacks are in a good spot. It's crazy because it's like I like both of the defenses and I like both of the quarterbacks. And I like Gurley and I like Zeke and the wide receivers. So. It could go anyway. It could go. Like this is literally a 50. This could be the highest scoring game of the week or this could be the lowest scoring defensive struggle of the week. Okay. We got next we have the Falcons versus the 49ers over under is 85 and a half. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> 85. <Whoa. laughs> sorry. Uh 48 and a half. And we have the 49ers 10 um minus 10 and a half. This one is going to be I don't know. I mean, it's the 49ers. They've been having one hell of a season. But I don't know. Julio Jones is a little scary. Yeah. Um, he's one of those players that could break the slate. 
I mean, the 49ers would be stupid if they didn't double him because there's no more Calvin Ridley. He's on IR. But I've seen worse teams. I mean, also, the Falcons won against the the Saints. So do you think they could they could pull this one off? Like, I think that they could pull it off. I don't think that they will, though. Right. But if some crazy okay, you know. if the if you think that the Falcons have a possibility of winning tomorrow and they will win tomorrow, then it'll be because of Julio Jones, right? So you would say that if there's anybody on this on this team that you pick, it would be Julio Jones. Yep, okay. it, it would be Julio, and that's it. Is there anybody else that you would say to pick? I mean, I this, guess from the, this matchup in general, uh, you could pick. The 49ers defense, you could pick uh, uh, George Kittle, you could pick Garoppolo, but that's about it. Everybody's has to stay away from Do you think that um, the Falcons will keep up the pace and, like, keep the game close, or will it just be a blowout? Um, I think they'll keep pace, but I think that they'll lose in the end by more than nine points. All right, so pretty much stay away from this game. For the most part, but if you do want to play in this game, Julio Jones. Yeah, like if if you're going to play this game, you might as well just stack it. Like if you're going to use Julio Jones, then you might as well use pieces from the other team, and you know, because that means that you think that this game is going to be a shootout. Right. Okay. All right. So I guess there's not too much to say about that game. Um, we got the Steelers and the Bills. Over under is thirty five and a half with the Steelers minus one and a half. Is this game worth stacking? Because this one, I think this one's going to be a good game. There's going to be a lot of good games this weekend. But I think this one's going to be a real good game. What do you think? I think it'll be a good game. It has two. It has uh, Josh Allen. He's been a, a decent quarterback. Won me some money on Thanksgiving. Hello. So I like him. Um, no, but he's a mobile. Um, this game will be outdoors, so. Hopefully the weather is decent. It's a Sunday night game too, so it's gonna be cold as hell. It's gonna be cold in either Pittsburgh or Buffalo. Um, would you say that the Steelers' defense is a good pick this week, or? Yeah, yeah. Um, excuse me. Even with that game, even with me uh, liking Josh Allen, I also like the Pittsburgh def- defense led by Minka Fitzpatrick. They have. Uh, um, they've they've been solid all year since since he uh, was traded to the Steelers. And okay, top fantasy plays in this game. Um, hmm. John Brown. Yeah, I like John Brown and Cole Beasley, Josh Allen. Uh. Steelers side of the ball. Uh, I like the tight end, Vance Mc, McDonald. Other than that, no, nah, I don't. I don't like anybody else. All right, cool. Now I wrote down the Saints and the Colts game here, but is that's that Monday that's night. I was gonna say is that the Monday night game? So I guess we could just touch on that. What do you think about the Saints and the Colts game? It's an indoor game. Over under is. 46 and a half, and we got uh, the Saints minus eight and a half. I think it's going over. I like this. I like this game, actually. Really? Yeah. 
I may have to play that game Monday night. Okay. But, yeah. Who do you think will be top players? Top player is going to be... Michael Thomas. All right. And I didn't really go through while we were uh, going through all these games who we thought the games, I mean, who we thought was going to win and their scores. So I'm going to just quickly run it down real quick and you let me know. Score, the winner, and score. Ready? Yep. All right. We got the Bears and the Packers. 31-16 Packers. Um, Patriots and the Bengals. 28-10 Patriots. Seahawks and the Panthers. 35-24 Seahawks. Texans and the Titans. 19-10 Texans. Dang, that's low. Dolphins and the Giants. 20 to 10 Dolphins. Eagles and the Redskins. 21 to 6 Eagles. Uh, Broncos and the Chiefs. 30 to 20 Chiefs. Buccaneers and the Lions. Uh, 27, 27, 20 bucks. Uh, Browns and Cardinals. 20, 20 to 24 Browns. 20? I think that's a little much. I don't think the Cardinals are even going to get that high. I think that I'd probably say the Browns, Cardinals. No, I take that back. 20 to 24 Cardinals. That's what you just said. No, I said Browns. I think the Cardinals will win that game. Really? Something wrong with the Browns. I don't know. That's crazy because when we were doing this whole thing, you said that they went, they're not going to win. I I just changed I changed my mind that quick like I don't I don't I don't I don't trust the Browns or the Cardinals but you know what though I'm picking a home team. Okay. Honestly, I wish I could go to that game tomorrow. We should try to go. Don't you gotta work? Damn. <laughs> Crazy schedule. Crazy schedule. Um, be sure to be cheap. I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Browns win this, but I think the the score will be like. I'm gonna say twenty to thirteen. Does Odell go off tomorrow? Uh I wouldn't say he goes off, but he got a couple points. Alright. Um we got Jaguars and the Raiders. <clears throat> I'm gonna say the Raiders win. Raiders. But I'm gonna say they win by like three points. Raiders win. All right, let's make it interesting. 20, 20, 29 to 26. Yeah, I agree. Raiders. I agree. Um, Vikings and the Chargers. 17, 14 Chargers. 
Okay, I could, I could be with that. Um, the Rams and the Cowboys. Uh, I'm gonna say that I'm gonna say the Cowboys lose lose nineteen to nine. Cowboys. What? Nah. I think the Cowboys win it tomorrow. Not by that score. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say I at like least the Cowboys defense tomorrow too. I'm gonna say at least like it's gonna. I think it'll be at least a close game. I think that the Rams are gonna come out and do their thing, and the Cowboys they'll they'll catch up. But I think maybe like twenty to twenty four. Hmm. At least they're gonna put some scores on the board. All right, um, the Falcons versus the Forty Niners. 24 to 10, 49ers. Nah, I think it'll be a little closer than that. I think it'll be at least. Um, I'm getting excited for tomorrow, too, now. I'm going to say. I'm going to say 23 to 19. 23 19? Yeah. All right. Uh, Bills and the Steelers. Uh, Bills win twenty to ten. Okay, and let's just throw in the Saints and the Colts. Fireworks. Uh, thirty-one twenty-seven. Colts. Get the hell out of here! You crazy as hell. All right, guys. That's all we have for week fifteen. We wish everybody good luck, positive vibes. Don't forget to follow all of our socials, Instagram and Twitter. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.